Hello and welcome to another episode of the Al-Qasimi Foundation podcast, a monthly podcast about research, education and arts in the UAE. My name is Luis Carlos Soto and on this episode I'm joined by artist Spencer Hogg to talk about his experience in the Ras Al-Khaima Fine Arts Festival, where he not only participated but also won the first place in the sculpture category this year. Uh, welcome Spencer, it's nice to have you here with us. Hi Luis, how are you and welcome to everybody else. I'm doing very well, thanks. How about you? Good, thanks. Not too bad. Dusty day today, though. No, very dusty. I know, day. right? <laughs> it's kind of crazy day, but <laughs> yeah. So let me start by asking you about um, your journey as an artist. You know, the the theme for this year's festival was the journey, mm -hmm. and I would like you to share with us some of your background. You know, when did you discover your passion for arts? How did it happen? Okay, um, so so I, I don't come from a traditional um, background as an artist. You know, I didn't do a kind of formal education out as an artist. So I'm a kind of self-taught artist. Um, I, I started off, you know, quite young. I, I, I started when I was young and sort of in my teens, I played music. So I was a drummer in a band. So, so I, I had that kind of um, musical kind of... Uh, thing going on in sort of my early kind of years and I sort of continued that through um, and then I sort of you know life came in and got a job and stuff like that and I followed a path in engineering so I, I sort of oh wow went on to become an engineer so that was kind of my route through life and I, I continued though in my spare time to kind of play music and I lived in Singapore for a bit and I played in like kind of in a Latin salsa band Whoa. for a bit. Um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. Um, and yeah, and I just sort of continued through and, and I, I started probably, you know, kind of as it would be make, making art as it would be like in a you know, kind of visual arts. Probably when I was in the UAE, I, I started kind of like making my own furniture because I, I, you, you couldn't find... I kind of wanted a piece of furniture and I couldn't find anything here. So I kind of started making my own custom <laughs> right. kind of furniture. So I, I, I'm, I'm quite a, my practice is quite, I'm quite a maker. So I like to make things and, and, and do a lot of things. So I started off kind of making furniture and then I then got into kind of painting and that kind of progressed through to my kind of, interest and study so I, I you know i sort of self self-taught myself I, i i went to various kind of uh, museums exhibitions mm -hmm. taught myself a little bit of art history via youtube so so i kind of got in that kind of direction um and um that then sort of went on from painting to photography and i started kind of making sculptural works And then sort of got into a little bit of like kind of performance art as well. So I, I, I sort of done some mm. performance sort of running around in the desert, taking kind of sort of odd photos. Like my, I had this year, I had a work called The Cube Rider, where I had uh, sort of me riding on this sort of kind of uh, mirror cubed through the desert. It's like a futuristic look at what maybe travel maybe in the UAE in the future. So so mm. I, I've got a quite a broad based sort of um, practice and I, I like to experiment as well. So I like to do 
Yeah, you I can see that. <laughs> try, try, try different things. So, so yeah. So it's sort of um, that. That's sort of where I came from. And then, sort of in the last probably five years within the UAE, I've been sort of exhibiting at various um, festivals, institutions within the UAE. Of course, like Russell Kamer, I've been exhibiting probably since two thousand eighteen. Um, I've exhibited work regularly at uh, Tashkil in Dubai. Mm. Um, I've had some photography work at um, Shadra Art Foundation, Vantage Point, and, and various, you know, kind of things like that. So that's where it's gone, and, and sort of, I'm sort of continuing down that direction now. Yes. Wow, that's impressive. It's okay. a very, a very diverse path, you know. Yeah. Sure. Um, Wow, like from music to engineering to photography and visual arts and now yeah. sculpture, right? Yeah, and, and, and they, they're all still kind of mixing in together. You know, so even like my sculptural practice has, I, I feel there's elements of my engineering come through in that as well, you know, what I make mm-hmm. as well. And um, I'm, I'm sort of getting more into moving image now in some of my work and sort of bringing back some of the 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 musical part as well some of my drumming i'm trying to incorporate um learning kind of sound art i bought a new synthesizer and i'm I'm just just experimenting and 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 trying new mediums as well yeah oh that's so great it must be crazy how everything kind of like intertwines and how one discipline influenced the other kind of like without realizing it right and all of a sudden everything merges and you create work that no one else can because no one has that kind of like <laughs> combination of skills and trajectory yeah and, and i think it's and, and i think that that's the beauty is sometimes if you try new things and mix things you you, you sometimes kind of kind of can come up with something very different you know as if, if you if you become a master at one specific thing it, it it kind of limits you, but if you can, mm-hmm. you know, diversify and look at different things, you know, sometimes I can start off with an idea and want to make something, but actually along the way, something else that I produce or like some offcuts from the sculpture might actually end up better than my original idea. So, so I think, you know, as an artist, it, it's quite good to be open and, 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 you know, have a direction and, and sort of concept and where to go, but always be willing to kind of just drop off that main route and sort of go down a little alley and see where that takes you. And perhaps you might come back to the original idea it might take you somewhere else. So yeah. I think that's, that's very important, you know? So. Yeah, that's very true. Like it's, I find it very interesting how like a particular piece can kind of like push you beyond those barriers. Mm-hmm. For example, like you first, thought it was just a sculpture and then as you said like you combine it with music and with photography maybe and the moving image would you say like one of those disciplines is stronger than the others in terms of the influence in your work um i i think i think you know i've the sculptural aspect is is quite a important part and and actually it's probably the work that i get most sort of best kind of reception from you know for example I I, I I tend to get a lot of people interested in it and, and, and in my sculptural work and um, the kind of performance part is probably the part I enjoy 
and 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 you know and as i say i'm i'm starting to do more video work but there's probably less opportunities to get video work exhibited whereas you know a, a sort of painting photography and sort of uh, sculptural work there, there, there's more opportunity you know people are less there's not as many opportunities if you have some kind of small video work to get it accepted or displayed somewhere so um but um yeah, I, I, I really enjoy, as I say, I'm, I'm a very much a maker. So I like to make, you know, all of my sculptures and I, I, I often use kind of recycled materials as well. So I'll uh, sort of come up, find things um, and, and sort of, that you know, just find something I'll find. Like, for example, for the festival last year, the sculpture I had, Colossus Candy, um, mm -hmm. the frame that I had for it, was actually an aluminium frame from a piece of uh, a set of rattan furniture. So well, someone kind of actually they, they dumped it in front of my villa and I thought, oh, that's not very nice. So I, I kind of took it instead and then stripped all of the rattan off, kind of repainted it and used it as a frame and then added sort of coloured acrylic to it. So it, it's I you know I think it's good to 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 be able to use you know not that it's recycled and sustainable but to to find sometimes you find things on the street or other things that you can use and they're kind of interesting and repurpose them you know um there's a brazilian yeah, artist sure. alex de cunha who is very famous for um mm -hmm. doing such such art he does um a lot of art using everyday kind of construction found materials and repurposing them as this and it, it's something familiar and something that i also do with my art so yeah if, if i'm not wrong in in the 2018 festival you participated with a recycled sculpture right yeah it was kind of like a sort of perspex box with um sort of filled with um recycled polystyrene bits of wood aluminium um and and various parts so yeah so I, I i that was that was when i first participated that was when the festival was quite small in the uh it was in the the, the museum in um which is the old right. fort that's where it kind of started and um it's kind of grown since then to this big festival now and uh in, yeah. in <laughs> it's it's amazing how it's grown and and yeah and to be honest it was it was probably one of my first breaks into exhibiting my work so so i I'm, I'm very grateful for the al Kasimi foundation for me for giving me that break initially and um i've always tried to you know create work since then and i also quite enjoy creating work now that um would sort of match with the the actual space that we have because because you have mm -hmm. now these wonderful you know Al Jazeera Alhambra you have some wonderful spaces areas to exhibit you know so you can make big outdoor sculptures you know there's not not many many kind of um uh festivals in the UAE where you have such a venue so for sure it's a very special place and the setting is incredible it's mm -hmm. great but it's also great to see you know like there are artists like you who have developed kind of like a relationship with ragfaf over time and sure that we we haven't only seen like the festival grow but also we can see like the evolution also like in your work and how you grow as an artist it's also like a, a great thing to see yeah no no it, it's it's been great you know the opportunities 
that I get from exhibiting there, you know, it, it, it's good because because if you exhibit somewhere like here, it's it's you then get other opportunities. For example, you know, from me exhibiting this year within um, the rest of Cambridge Fine Arts Festival, um, I got a commission to to create some work for Sicker Art Fair in Dubai. So, you know, they asked me to create oh, wow. Congrats. work because they, they saw my work that I created for the, for this year for the festival. And they said, oh, we like that. Could you create something similar? So I, I created something. So it, it's it, it's also, you know, it's developing relationships with, you know, organizations like the Wrestle Cayman Fine Arts Festival. And, and as an artist, I think it's very important to, to get these relationships with various institutions and collaborations. I think it's great. Yeah, that really helps a lot, not only because of the exposure, but also because you get practice in a way in how to like maintain that kind of relationships and also how to submit to other places, you know, you, you, you get a better sense of how like yep. the whole art scene works and how to approach it in a better way, I guess. Yeah, no, and, the, and you know, the, the UAE kind of arts scene in terms of opportunities for for artists that there's there is so many kind of open calls and, and chances to exhibit but as you say you know just submitting the applications filling out you know the, the reasonings but it's sometimes very hard for a lot of artists when you ask them to write about their art they're like oh no i, I don't know what to do it's it's like this block but um it, as you say it, it, it's good a lot you know yeah. I, sometimes i don't know what, what does it mean oh, i don't know you know what's the symbolism what's the meaning but um but it's good as you say it's very good practice to to actually submit and, and try to think about you know how your art fits the theme and because as an artist you know we have a responsibility you know to, to actually try to, to to make some changes say something about our art and and to, to make people perhaps think differently when they see our art i suppose yes Definitely. I completely agree. Uh, speaking of themes, what's your experience with that? Do you like the concept of having a theme or what's it like for you to create around the theme? Like, do you usually come up with the concept from scratch based on the theme or do you look through your pieces that are already made and choose from that? Or how do you interpret and, you know, develop a piece around the theme? Uh, that, that's that's a it's a very good question. I think yeah. Um, I, as I say, I, I I would I probably will make some work, and then, then I, I might think if I see like for example a, an open call, for example, like you, you know have around nature, then I'll I'll probably first think okay, I'll, I'll I'm try to understand what it the, the main theme, what what it's about, what it entails, and then perhaps look at what work I've created maybe over the last year that might suit it or or even think about creating a specific piece <clears throat> for that theme around it. So, um, you, you know, it, it, it can depend and obviously on the time as well, you know, because if, 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 if yeah. you're making like quite a big sculpture, if you've only got a few months to make it, it's sometimes difficult to get it, get it in that time frame. But um, yeah, for sure. But, um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, it depends what you know you, what you apply for. Um, you know, I, I have created um, works around a specific theme, but I've also then you know applied using works that I already have, and then try to think how that work would fit within that theme. So right. On that note, what are your thoughts on our theme for next year? You know, nature. Like, nature. what does nature mean to Spencer Hawking? 
<laughs> I, I don't, I, it's quite, it's quite, nature. Well, you know, it's when I think of nature, I'm expecting everything to be sort of brown and green and uh, flowers, and I don't know really, but but nature could also, <laughs> right. it, it, you know, it could be animals, it could be birds, it could be it could be many 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 things really. Um, I, it's, <laughs> it's, I, I'm I'm actually thinking of submitting something around sort of animals so i've got a piece that i'm thinking nice yeah because i think this this particular theme like it's it can be interpreted in so many ways so we really hope that it inspires many artists to come up with like a wide variety of of artworks sure sure yeah it it, you know it's i I think it it leaves a lot of room to you know as you say you could you can go literally to nature or you you can look at it in more abstract way and create something um in, in that way that perhaps the way that I've gone so yeah true true so now speaking more about RACVAF you participated with a piece if I'm not wrong yeah. named Stop Selling the Planet correct yeah. which was made out of recycled materials correct can you tell us more about your process working with these sort of materials and in general what are your thoughts on recycled art um I, I as I say I, I work a lot with um, found and recycled materials in, in, in a lot of my pieces, actually. Um, I, th- I think it's um, good to take a sometimes discarded material that some, somebody doesn't want and kind of repurpose it either in its original form or altering it to create a piece of artwork. I, 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 I find that's... Um, quite an interesting, rewarding process. Um, I think, you know, it's good to have that element of sustainability to your practice as well. And um, it seems quite bad sometimes just to take shiny new material and just make it into something. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not very interesting. I, I sometimes find, you know, taking, you know, like when I was in Resto came last time, I went to the, there's a, there's a beach, I can't remember what beach it is, it's down by the marina. And I had a walk along there and I just found this big, long piece of kind of driftwood that was like someone had had a fire in the middle and charred it in the middle. And it was just kind of interesting. And it looked like, okay, what what was the bit of wood used for? It had some notches out the top. Someone like burnt it in the middle. And it it, it has more of a a life, a story. And and you can kind of take that and recreate something rather than, you know, making something from new material. So I, I think recycled art is, is, a, is a great thing to do. It's quite common. A lot of people have been doing it over, you know, sort of many years. Um, there was a 1960s art movement called Art Povera, which was Italian. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of a reaction to the, I would say, how the, the kind of like perfect art at the time. And sometimes... Even now, if you look at art, if you look at people like Jeff Koons and his rabbit balloons, they're also perfect. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It, it's nice if you can if you can take something recycled with a bit of life and recreate it into something that it. it I, I think that is, it adds value to it. So, so I, I would encourage people to to go out and walk around the streets and find things that they would see. You know, I often will be driving along in my car and I'll see something and I'll say, "Oh, that's great." I'll, chuck it in the back and 
you know i might nice <laughs> I, might, I might use it now or i might not you know i i i have in my garage matched my wife's um kind of i'm not sure whether she's happy but i have this kind of like half of a polystyrene camel about two meters big oh wow it was in abu dhabi the um Mina area <laughs> they're kind of redeveloping it and there was this i found this thing it must have been like a previously used for like a like an events place as this like half mm -hmm. camel so i've got that i don't know what i'm going to do with it but maybe someday i might create something with it so you know you find things yeah. and then sometimes you might use it might might not but that, that's the beauty of you know sort of scavenging art and recreating yeah yeah for sure i hope you do something with the camel too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sure yet but you're right like there's like a certain beauty knowing that the material itself has like its own backstory right oh yeah and you can it also gives you so much more to work with as well yeah yeah it's like even like when i said i found that bit of wood and it was charred in the middle you know who mm -hmm. who were the people having that little barbecue and party and what were they talking about when they were burning that bit of wood and, and there's that kind of story to it as well so and, and you, you know, and it's great. You can smell that bit of wood, and you, when you can smell the charred wood, it, it has smells to it, and, and you can it, it. It's not brand new, and smells like a you know, like plasticky and stuff like that. So, right. it, 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 as you say, it, it's great to have that kind of lived-in uh, use of before. What was it used for before and recreating it? So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like those the sort of artworks end up having like so many layers or dimensions to them yeah. that it's really great to experience. Yeah, sure. I had a piece in Rackfaff in 2019 and I made it out of um, um, recycled concrete test cubes. So when they uh, make batches oh. of concrete, they get these 150 by 150 cubes and they use them to test the strength. So they afterwards they don't do anything with them so I, I i got all of these cubes and then i basically stacked them up into this um well i i, I called it hajanitsa which was a take on chichen itza so it was like a kind of a, like a mayan kind of uh ziggurat kind of work that i then put right in the <laughs> but, I, but, I, but again these these materials, all these concrete materials, they were free. I could use them, you know, and and, it, and they were perfect, all the same size, to create recreate an interesting kind of sculpture. So nice. So this year you won first place in the sculptor category. So once again, congratulations, Mabruk. And Colossus Candy, can you tell us more about your piece? I know you mentioned some of the construction details and like found elements to it, but can you maybe talk to us more about the concept behind it? Sure, sure. So, so as I say, it was um, it was basically um, a, a sort of three meter tall um, sort of steel frame, and then I clad it in various um, kind of translucent mirror. No, sorry, not not mirror, translucent um, colored acrylic, and. Um, the, the the beauty of it is that i don't know whether you saw the piece but um when obviously the sun shines through it it will sort of project onto the to the floor and the walls and as the let me get this right as the earth moves around the sun um as the 20 you know 24 hours it will constantly create a different kind of projection everywhere 
you know during the during yeah. the day so um the the the, the idea was um colossus candy was you know it's it's it was just like a giant candy bar basically mm -hmm. so it was really um because it was about the journey and it was kind of about my journey of um me being a 52 year old man that still keeps his inner child um so um i think it's very important to to keep that inner child and and to always want to play and, and, and <laughs> you know, sure. not, not be afraid to not be afraid to do that you know because um i think uh, it was a quote uh, let me i uh, hope i get it right but i think it was pablo picasso said that every child is born an artist but it is retaining that artist as you grow older you know it, being, being able to keep that artistic element as you become an adult because as you yeah. become an adult you know the, the pressures of life sometimes get too much and you forget to be a child mm -hmm. you know and we, we need to, to maintain that kind of childlike um, energy and willing to create so so that was the the main concept of this work and you know and it is this kind of like big bright colorful kind of um sculpture really so i imagine that it was a completely different experience and atmosphere seeing it during the night as well right it, it was amazing and the best bit is when they put the the, the fireworks on behind it that was really cool wow it was great yeah i thought i felt like it was like a mini burj khalifa <laughs> i took a video yeah. and it's like oh it's like a burj khalifa behind so yeah so the, the lights were great as well yeah yeah did you get any feedback about that like experiencing the piece during the day versus during the night per personally i actually kind of like it in the day mm -hmm. because you know because it does project and and also i find like you know the color of it and and the the, the, the modernity of the sculpture as a contrast to the you know the the, the coral architecture of al jazeera alhambra mm -hmm. when i created this piece i thought about the space so i wanted to you know i know what great spaces you have and i thought well i could do something like this in there and it would look really good in this kind of space so so I, i've started creating submissions now for Russell Kamen Finance Festival around the spaces that you have, um, which, and I think that's a good thing to do because as I say, you, you, you know, there's, there's not, you, you think of the other festivals in the UAE in terms of they're all kind of, you know, art Dubai, Abu Dhabi art, they're all inside kind of white cube spaces. Right. <laughs> that's where so true. They, they are, you know, it, that kind of, they're, they're all, you know, it's like white cube, galleries yeah. but this is probably the only festival where it is outside you know I, I'm, i'd encourage people to think bigger and and think okay could i make a piece that can fit outside you know the the, the weather's tough in there yeah. so make sure it's fixed down <laughs> so, um but but you know encourage you you know you've got so much big space and there's not you know there's an opportunity if you want to create something um different or big you want to go big because there's not many places where you could make big sculptures you know if i came up with something like three meters and say oh you know another gallery can i do this one that's too big so right so it's that's the beauty of the, the the festival that you can create um larger scale sculptures for an outdoor setting people you know i think i got good reaction and, and feedback from from that work and as i say you know it even got me another commission for another festival so that was a great bonus for me
Yeah, that's great. So is there anything you would like to share with, you know, like emerging artists or even experienced artists who would like to submit to, to RACFAB for the first time? Any advice you would like to share with them? Um, I, I, I think kind of for, for emerging artists is, um, you know, I, I think just to don't, if, if you're considering submitting, but maybe you're doubting whether, you know, your work is suitable or not good enough, I, I would just say, you know, just submit and, and, and try. You, you might surprise yourself that, you know, you may not think, oh, that work is suitable or great, but, but, but submit because if you believe in your art, your practice, you know, you have to try to get out there and, and, and get exposure and mm -hmm. to get yourself out into festivals, you know, and, and a lot of my work that I've done has been from me, you know, cr creating work and, and, you know, some of the things I've exhibited, I think, well, no one would ever exhibit that. You know, I had a <laughs> right. picture of me this year with me and my dog dressed as like a Viking. Now I thought I'd never get that in, but you know, it did, you know, so it's, so, well, so if you think, if you think maybe it's not going to be a work that's there, but, but, you know, don't, don't be afraid to try something different as well. You know, mm -hmm. don't, don't, and, and, and be, be original, you know, don't, don't make, don't make an artwork and copy some other artist that's already making artwork because all you're doing is just promoting them and not yourself. So I, that's a very good point. <laughs> so I think it's, you know, just try be original. And, and, and to me, I, I think um, as an artist myself, I've, who's lived in the, the UAE for 14 years, um, I like to make art that reflects my environment that I live in, the experiences I have every day in the UAE. Um, but also mixing that with kind of the, the mainframe stuff that's on my brain that's been there for a few years. So, so you know, bringing part of your culture to the, the culture that you live in and trying to mix that, I think sometimes is, is, is a really interesting way to look at it rather than just saying, okay, I, I'm in the UAE and I need to make something UAE-like. You know, I need to right. do something that's just UAE. So if it, I think it's very important in the UAE now and it, that, that we, we have to have that cross-cultural exchange and I think it's you know very important to to have that you know because there's so many diverse nationalities cultures here to bring part of your culture but mix it and be aware of the culture that you're living in as well you know I mm -hmm. a lot of my work is very much influenced by the landscapes of the United Arab Emirates, you know, you have such diverse landscapes here. Everybody thinks, oh, it's just a desert, but it's not, you know. Yeah. Mountains, urban areas. Um, you have like beautiful in Ruwais, in in kind of Al Daf region, you have this really nice like Sabka area, like these white salty crust areas. So th there is a lot of, it, it, if we're talking about nature, that is something perhaps to inspire all of the different landscapes within the uae can inspire you to create mm -hmm. you know some work so for sure definitely i think you're totally right and that's great advice well i'm afraid that's all the time we got for this episode but spencer thank you so much for joining us today 
and we'll see you at Al Jazeera Al Khamra next year, inshallah. Okay, thank you for the time. Thanks. See you, Luis. Bye bye. Thanks, Spencer. If you would like to find out more about the Ras Al Khima Fine Arts Festival, you can go to the website www.ragfinearts.ae. And if you would like to get in touch about what you heard today in the podcast, you can email me at luis.r at alcassimifoundation.rag.ae. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next month. Goodbye. <laughs>